in full effect mode. Bun down is the sound. You know how we do. The Lounge presents the Lounge on Twitch right here. And today in the Lounge Space, we have a return guest, a homie for sure. Joe Boy Rock in the place to be. Dono. What's up? What up, though? It's always funny to say hi again after we were, you know, off live. <laughs> oh, yeah, I get it, man. The I was like, podcasting. You know, know, I, we were just talking. Hey, how's it going, man? <laughs> it, it is. It, it's always weird for me because, like, for a podcast, it's like I have to keep in mind people are watching and they're going to be listening to this. So I have to yeah. frame it in a way that people will hopefully understand. And not just like inside jokes or inside stuff yep, between you and yep. you and me. So yeah, that's how, oh, it's hard sometimes though. Mm, it's hard sometimes because I mean, a lot of times when I think about the demographic of the platform, like right now, we're we're like, oh, we just missed the eighteen to twenty-four. So we're at about twenty-four to sixty-five, I believe, is our demographic. So it's pretty wide. So when it comes to references. Sometimes you do have to qualify the references just because of that wide gap. Yeah. And you know what? You have actually like references that are like, what? Like when you, when, when you, uh, when you ambushed me with that TikTok thing, uh, <laughs> I was like, what is going on? I was like, I was like, what's happening right now? I, I just figured, you know, <laughs> that went, that, yo, that went really well though, because no one was expecting that. Yeah. Yeah, I guess literally everyone's like, "What are you? Oh, what's he talking about?" <laughs> no, but you, you saw, I saw you uh, talk to uh, a b boy seven. Yeah, and yeah. then he knew what it was, and yeah. I was surprised because I'm like, he's older than me for sure. Yeah, I'm like, oh, like, well, I guess he's up on the on the new stuff. So <laughs> <laughs> that's all great. That of course was the Wu Tang Nas Dela show that took place at Canada Life Center, and that was what a couple weeks ago, right? Yeah, uh, well, yeah. no, it was uh, October, like, 8th or something like that. Oh, was it really that far back? Time goes crazy. It's almost November. Man, yeah, I guess so it is. I guess so it is. Well, Joe Boy Rock, as, as I stated previously, you're not a stranger to the podcast, nor are you a stranger to us. You're definitely a homie and someone that we 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 honor and respect as a peer and as a fellow participant in this culture of hip-hop. So... We're going to ask you the question we always start off with, man. How are you introduced to hip-hop culture? All right. Well, I told you before <laughs> <laughs> how it might change or whatever, depending on my memory and whatnot. Yeah. But um, one of the things I tried doing, and I guess it relates to the dance part of it, um, and maybe technically you would be like, that's not really hip-hop, but we're going to go there, oh. is uh, I watched uh, the show called Popular Mechanics for Kids. Okay. Yeah. And... Um, it was an episode about body mechanics. I looked it up recently. That's why I remember this. But okay. um, he, uh, that that there was the host went to go see uh, like a dance crew. I think it was Rock Force or something like that. Okay, Rock Force crew, solid. Anyways, like somebody was doing the arm wave, and it was teaching him the arm wave. He was teaching yeah. the, the you know the kid host the arm wave, <laughs> and I I just I was like that stuck in my brain, even though it was like a short segment, right? <laughs> and then I tried like doing that and practicing with my shadow like my you know the light cast a shadow in my um in my living room and then yeah, I yeah, for practicing sure. the arm waves so shadow I kinda, dancing's real shadow dancing yeah, yeah shadow dancing's real man who doesn't but, practice like that but the funny <laughs> the funny thing about that was so that's like when i was like maybe a 10 or something like that 10 11 12 right um the guy i found out it was bionic man 
who's teaching the arm wave. Nice. So it's like, oh, what? <laughs> like, sometimes you go back and you don't realize, like, oh, this person was in that. Like, Mr. Wiggles was in this Missy Elliott video, and like, you know, whatnot. Like, it's it's pretty yep. amazing if you if you kind of go back. It's like little clues are like, or little like um, Easter eggs are like there in your past. So. Yo, can you recall what year that that uh, popular science clip was from? Uh, yeah, it was popular mechanics for kids. Um, it if you look it up, you can yeah, find. Yeah, it's probably it. on YouTube, right? It's not. It's um, uh, they're, they they do show some uh, like the show for free on this website. I okay. forget what year, but it it states like when it aired. So, I think it was like a more of a Canadian show. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So this was the impetus for your introduction to the culture. For the dance, yeah, I yeah. I I, th I think uh, with that, you know, I heard hip hop in the background before, um, and when when Tupac and Biggie passed away, you know, it was just like a pop culture thing, right? Yeah. But in my mind, in my mind, like I was all about the boy band, so it was all about like Backstreet Boys and like so like I didn't Say really even, okay. I didn't really care about like rap and like uh, and hip hop, and also I didn't know what it was exactly like the culture was like kind of like a mystery to me you're, if you think back to the late 90s and like you know especially if you're a kid you're like you're not like digging up stuff you're just like into whatever you're into and then whatever sticks right. you know sticks so yeah yeah okay okay so after seeing that clip when you were younger was the curiosity hard enough that it made you kind of seek it out or was it more a case of hey i remember seeing that on tv what is that um you know like i think with uh, just dance in general like i was always into like music and and dance um and even like my relatives they're like oh yeah you're always into like dancing and stuff like that and like i'm like okay i didn't know it was like such a deep rooted thing mm. um but like there's just some stuff that you just kind of fell back on mm -hmm. i think that was it because what happened was um i learned how to do the arm wave and i learned how to do the uh, the side glide right 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 and I, I also saw like usher do like you know the side glide and like michael jackson had like um an anniversary show at that time um uh and then he like he did like the, the backside or the moonwalk and all the yeah. kind of so i was trying to copy some of that so i knew the arm wave and the glide and then that's like the thing that i was kind of known for like that kind of boosted myself and going into junior high i went to like sort of like a performing arts school i went to isaac newton junior high okay had a, a dance program and stuff like that and then cool uh from my um from my uh from my cousin and from my uh like my my friend group they like their their older brothers or their older relatives would listen to like rap and then it was like a, it, then it turned into like a rap thing where i'm like oh, okay like i i you know it's kind of like g unit era so i'm like yeah. okay that's i guess that's hip hop right so like that that's kind of like my when i started to be come a little bit conscious about what hip hop was right. but i still didn't know about like like four elements or you know like the, the virtues that come with 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 hip hop culture. So, uh, I was still in the dark about that stuff. The, oh, that stuff only came later when I like dug it up, like maybe the late twenty, uh, 
like late 2000s. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Okay, say word. When I, I gotta ask because this guy came out to uh, to Quento rocking a hundred miles jacket, and, this, <laughs> and and yo shit was shit looked like he was taken care of. Okay, so I've gotta ask who who in the family was obviously into hip hop. I don't even know if, it, you know, like um, maybe it's like a hand-me-down type thing where or okay. somebody had it before my mom had it. So that okay. so that um, so you're talking you're just talking about specifically the jacket, right? I'm talking specifically about the brand 100 miles, oh. which, is, which is a very, very, very well healed brand that blew up out of Canada when the likes of Mary J. Blige and, and a whole gang of artists started rocking it, thanks to some really good marketing. Uh, it was based out of Toronto, it's called 100 Miles, and it was it was big, straight up big. You could Google it, you can look at the ads that they ran, you get all the artists that you know were in the promotional shoots. And this guy strolls into Baha'i Kubo, rocking a denim 100 miles jacket, XL, I'd say, in pristine motherfucking condition. And it just so happens that Big Norm Alkinsell, the comedian who was also in town, also saw it. We're both looking at this guy like, where the fuck did you get that? Because <laughs> it was in pristine condition. Pristine, 100 miles denim jacket. Yeah, I had no idea, man. Like, uh, Norm just told me about it, and I was like, what because <laughs> i just thought i i was i was digging i guess digging in the crates i guess you could whatever i was digging through like <laughs> you know like these old clothes and i'm like this yeah. is cool yeah um, you've got it you've got to you've got to throw it on social you rocking it and tag them trust and put the caption how, why you have it trust me they will they will like yo <laughs> that's one of our og pieces man because i'll be honest unless you had 100 miles back in the day and and just either got rid of it or it is sitting somewhere you're not going to find that anyway you're not no random is going to be rocking 100 miles like that trust well yeah it was a big shock to me i was surprised yeah, <laughs> I, that I, was told dope, though. I told my mom about it and everything she was like what <laughs> so, so she doesn't she doesn't know where she got it from uh, I think I'll, I'll I'll press her again and ask her. Yeah, I'd be really curious because I mean I mean obviously someone in the family rock that. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Very dope. Very very dope. Okay, so that's how we introduced to to the 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 dance part of the culture. Now, when did you when did you really know? When did you seriously know? You know what? Uh, I'm not just digging what this culture is about. I'm going to participate in this culture. Um, I guess like a concrete example of that would be um, like one of the first, one of, like the first all styles battle. Okay. All -style Which one? Battle. Rep your step in 2000. Okay. Yeah. 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 And um I decided I was going to compete, but I just I just started learning locking like the year before, like like six, seven months before. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, OK, I'm going to I'm going to enter this battle. And it was like I wasn't good at all. <laughs> oh, maybe I had a couple of moves and that was it. And I was uh, battling a B-boy. Shout out to Stalls. 
So hey, uh, from Gago Brothers. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I lost horribly. But um yeah, that's like I guess that that's uh one of the things. Like I'm 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 trying to think back if there's anything that was earlier, but that was that's a pretty big like milestone, I guess. Yeah. Can I tell you a funny story about stalls? Yeah, yeah, if he if he loves it. <laughs> <laughs> so like we 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 had these one-on-one battles back in the day at, at Red Cactus, which is now man, I don't even know what it's called now, but it's on Cording, Red Cactus. And Ofield and I were doing one-on-one battles there called the Bundown Breakdown. And man, Stalls came out one time with a Jason mask on. <laughs> He had the Jason mask on, and he, and and you knew it was him because you recognized you recognized his uh, elbow pad, <laughs> and of course like his steez, like you know you recognize his style, you know that was him. But he came out rocking that Jason mask, and before I like I knew of him before that, you know like we didn't know each other too tough just yet, right? But he had entered, so you know this is like probably the when we first started really like interacting, and then just from that point on, it's just been you know all gravy, what have you. But I remember the Jason mask when we go, okay, you know what? I'm going to keep an eye on this guy because that Jason mask said something, you know what I mean? Like he came into battle and he put that Jason mask on, which means he understands the the fact that this is something that is to be enjoyed by others to vibe off of. And he's throwing in a little bit of theatric, which which I thought was really cool and I, I super appreciated. Winnipeg has always had when it came to to the OG styles in Winnipeg. I think it's safe to say there's always been a level of um, theatrics when it came to performance. When it comes to I think OG Winnipeg styles that I, I think that we can kind of claim, and and that just kind of spoke to it. You know what I mean? If you look at a lot of the OG, OG like B boy, B boy styles or or hip hop styles, a lot of you know, it's, it, there was a level of theatrics that was thrown into it that made it a little more unique. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I I think um, some of that stuff is a little bit. Uh, I think we need to bring some of that back. Oh it, fuck it, yeah! Oh please, could we? Well, well, you know, like I'm I'm just remembering now, like when Nerio and uh, Ivan talking about b-boys here they yes, um yes they dressed up as like the green hornet yep and it was like like they used this whole mythology that made the dance bigger than it was or at least appear that way i mean if, it, either way the illusion of it was like whoa this, yeah. is, this is this is cool like you felt yeah. something rather than just oh it's just gonna be me dancing and this is my round you know what i mean exactly exactly shout out to nario too man salute nario yeah and this painting is by nario Oh, actually, nice! So, shout out. We got men down like Nario. Say what? <laughs> For anyone who isn't familiar with Nario, um, if 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 you're not from Winnipeg, Nario is is definitely a fixture in the community. He he has he has basically graph breaking, rapping. You know he he he's been rapping from time, so. Just a, a word about scenario because people who aren't familiar should should really be familiar with him because he's a good yeah. dude. He's like Definitely. the closest thing to like what I call um a hip hop avatar. Like you know, <laughs> Avatar the Last Airbender. Like yeah, like yeah, 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 yeah. 
like i was i was talking to uh lessism about this and it's like you you think there's an avatar out there like who's just like, really <laughs> good at all four elements of hip-hop and it's like I, I don't remember his answer but it was like we had we had a hard time thinking of one and i, I feel like nero's pretty close yeah i've never heard him play i've never heard him cut and i don't think he yeah. can juggle so i don't know you know, because if we're talking av we're talking Avatar, that means you're repping for competently in all four, right? Yeah, yeah. I haven't I haven't heard tough, of DJ man. either. So yeah, I don't think so. I don't know. Yeah, that's a that's a good question. If anyone knows whether it's in Winnipeg or in Canada in general, uh, a hip hop avatar. If you know of a hip hop avatar, drop me a line. I'm curious. I'm I, I we might have to get them on the pod because that's the egot of hip hop. Yeah, the EGOT. Literally, that's the EGOT of hip hop. <laughs> Emmy, was it Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, Emmy, yeah, Tony? Uh, yeah, Tony, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, if there are any EGOTs when it comes to hip hop culture, any avatars in Canada, I really would like to explore that. I, I, I think that would be definitely worthy for for a podcast episode. That's got to be rare, super rare. Yeah, it is rare. It's super rare. Um, of, like and, I, and this is how rare it is off the top of my head i don't think of, i can't think of anyone yeah <laughs> that's how rare it is you know what i mean like like it's not like 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 wiggles who i think definitely is an avatar yeah yeah he can dj so, yeah. he can rap he can break and he can graph so yeah. wiggles would definitely be a good example of a hip-hop avatar yeah, that's the only one I could think of of anybody. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of avatars, you also have your hand in another aspect of the culture. Yeah, yeah. Makina to say what? Yo, shout out to Court. <laughs> Respect Court. Where you at? Shout out Cortex. Yeah. Hell yeah, yeah. So you were already. And you're already known in the culture and in the community as as someone repping on the on the breaking side. When when did the impetus to pick up a mic, which is not unusual? I've always felt that, and it's not for any self-serving or self-aggrandizing reason, but I've always believed this, and anyone who knows me from time knows this. I've always felt the breakers kind of always make the best DJs for sure. Mm -hmm. Because who understands who understands rhythm better than someone who's hit the floor? Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. And, and it's not a knock on DJs that can't dance. You know what I mean. But I've always looked at DJs that can't dance and be like, "But you got rhythm, though." So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know I don't understand. You have rhythm. How how are you not able to? <laughs> you know what I mean. But like breakers, off times. And and I've seen on, on enough occasions to know that that it's it's not just a trend. It, it's a natural, you know, part of the growth. I think in the culture, mm -hmm. adopting another aspect to the culture and, and kind of you know adding to your to your skills. You know what I mean? Adding yeah. to your your cache of weapons. So when did you know? And, and what what pulled you to emceeing? Well, I'll tell you like the the little seed of it because, um, you know, I tried rapping when I was in junior high, mm -hmm. but it I couldn't find my voice yet. And like, it's, it's, always, it's always tough uh, time. <laughs> well, like also like, I mean, 
you know, in 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 school, I used to sing in the choir and stuff like that. But okay. Okay. My singing voice is a lot different, or it's it's pretty different different than my um than my speaking voice, right? So yeah. when when I tried rapping in junior high, I was like, I don't know how to get the tone right. Like I like I, I don't I don't I don't get it. Like it doesn't sound like it's like like sitting on the beat correctly you know so um and it was like I, also i didn't know how to do it because you just like you, you you hear it and then like okay I'll, I'll try that and then it comes out with like these nursery rhymes or whatever and it's like kind of it's pretty whack right <laughs> you know, of course you're, you're trying something new yeah, for the man. first time yeah man, so, straight up. so um like fast forward that to like the um the premiere of straight out of compton you know mm. and seeing easy easy like turned into like oh like he wasn't even a rapper ah he, he was like something else you know <laughs> he was literally dude was literally not supposed to rap right, until they just said here go here's a verse <laughs> yeah so just seeing like oh that's how he started or maybe yeah. i should start rapping and then i asked my cousin who's been rapping since like you know like at that point he's already been rapping since junior high so you know like this is like 2015 2016 or whatever it was and he was like yeah you know like because I, I was trying to i remember i was trying to sing a hook or something we were messing around with some music mm. and then it was like man this is pretty hard it's like it's probably easier to rap and he's like yeah it is and then <laughs> from there it's just like okay go through the whole gauntlet of like you know figuring out how to like write with like you know using the bars and the structure and stuff like that and like yeah. how to figure out your flow and then use the voice and then he he was like a great guide on how to how to do that but it's a it's a different it's a it's a different thing than just like you know it's a, it's really different from dancing because like it's a whole it feels like a whole different part of your brain or different yeah. parts of your brain working together yeah so it's um when you say when you say the with uh you know breaking and djing or going from breaking to djing you know this is a i feel like this is a, not even like a natural progression it's a little bit more like hmm, maybe i'll just uh you know you know what if i write these words here right because dance is like a you know more of like i guess sometimes the way i look at dance is a different form of communication or like a a lower level of communication if that makes sense because i, I, I feel where you're going I, I because it's like it's like body that. language right like and oh, body language sure. evolves it's still language definitely it's, but it's it predates like any vocalizations speech. or, exactly. or speech language. so it's exactly so that's why it's like it's it to me it's more of a it takes it's more tedious for me as uh like as an MC to like write rhymes and make sure that it's solid and everything like that. Dancing is way easier. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Now, Machina 2, I know you guys are in the lab right now. Yeah, we have uh we have a jack. We have a jazz rap EP coming out. We're just finalizing everything. Oh, Everything's recorded. So um nice. So we, we just got we're just we're just uh we're just finalizing some some stuff. So like Yo, that, you, that's that's what we're sitting on right now. I don't I don't know what your plans to, to promote that look like. I don't know what your plans to promote that look like, but I, I, I really think that it would be I think I should do a live stream to help promote that where you guys, you know, perform some joints, chat a little bit, perform a couple more joints, you know, nice little 20 minute live stream, just give people a taste kind of thing. Just saying. Well, you know, it's, 
Yeah, that, that's a really good idea. And we've thought about that for sure. Like an Argyle? Ooh. Oh, maybe. Ooh. I'm just saying, you know. Yeah, I like the way you're thinking. Um, I'm just saying. Well, but we have even more to add on to that. Like, um, I have a few, you know, like, few people of mine that are like, I want to promote as well that I've known for a while. Um, okay. One See. of which, one of which is Ruckus Forty Five. Hell who, yes. Who's an Fuck OG, yeah. Shout OG out of the rap scene? Yeah. God damn, get it right. Hell there's, yes. There's one other one uh, that's I'll, I'll keep a, more of a surprise because, oh. like, I think he has the potential to, like, you know, like. You know to this guy it's it's okay. he's, he's like he's like to me he's like the best like one of the best depending on how you engage the best okay but one of the best rappers i've 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 witnessed and i just happen to know him so it's just like you know i think we're gonna try to come out and like promote each other and then we'll see how it goes the next uh next year or so so it's, it's something to keep your eye on Man, you know, I'm looking forward to finding out who the hell this is. <laughs> Come on now. Sad Come mystery. on now. <laughs> Come on now. Nah, man. But I mean, I, I remember when I when I saw the clips that you threw up on the socials, I was like, yo, man. Is that, is that Argyle? Shit. This guy should be, promote this next joint with a live stream from Argyle. Yeah, it's a, it's a good idea. It's a good idea. We, 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 we I mean... We've always been in the phase of like, okay, I think we make good music and we're always trying to improve, mm -hmm. but it's just that grind of promoting, promoting, promoting. Yeah. yeah. It's a grind because you have to put even more time in promoting than you do into music. It's a whole other skill set. So, you know, if there are any managers out there willing to take on the next big thing, you know, I'm surprised, you know, like, I guess it's my part of my ego too, where it's like, you know, managers should be like looking at us and be like, "Oh, this is a this is your meal ticket right here." <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it, it it all comes down to who's heard you so far, kind of thing, right? Yeah, yeah. So your your future manager just hasn't heard you yet, dog. Yeah, that's all it is. That's it. It's literally just a matter of time. Straight up. Do we have a name that we're banding about for this project? Actually, we don't have a name yet. Okay. We don't have a name. Right. Yeah. I, I'm very, you know, mm, I look forward to hearing some of that because you got really, you got me really excited. As soon as you said jazz rap, I went, oh, shit. Oh, my God. Okay. Yeah, it was, it was, um, it was a challenge to rip, uh, to like write to some of these beats because they're, they're really on that jazz side where it's like yeah. a little bit abstract and like, you know, I don't even right. know the terms of all of it, but mm -hmm. the producer on it, um, he's incredible. Like, uh, I don't know if you're willing to say yet or not. Yeah, I'll give a shout out. I'll give him a shout out. Yeah, it's Rectitude. So Rectitude is the producer. Okay. Um, we met him at Northern Touch Music Festival. Okay. And uh, yeah, he's just like been awesome to work with so has does he does he have a, a discography or is he is he a new jack that just was in the right place at the right time uh he's been around for a while okay. i think um like quite a few producers they're maybe in the shadows to some people yeah so um i think this this one will help his profile for sure like 
Word up. Gain some notoriety and stuff like Word that. Up. So we're going to it's 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 a it's always a team effort. So like we're we're trying to like get everything out there. Every, anytime we want we work with somebody, we, we usually tend to work with or want to work with local people. Yeah. And then um, promote their stuff as we go along. Cheaper like, too. Yeah, che- cheaper, but like it's just um, you could relay the the vision of everything like together, and it's like you know why would I go all the way out over there when I have you know have these people here? So, um, and there's a lot of great great talent from Winnipeg. You just got to look yeah, dig yeah. a little bit. Just dig a little. Oh bit. man! Now I am going to be biased, and I am going to be straight up biased and say that when it comes to talent. <laughs> Winnipeg is Canada's hidden gem. Done, okay? Trust. Done. Straight up and down. Yeah, and it's it's still kind of surprising that, like, um, there's nobody, like, like that big yet. Like, as far, as far as popularity goes, I know there's, like, really great talent and um, and everything like that. And some people have been making moves for sure. And I'm not discounting that at all. But like when I look at Drake and that the giant of a man as far as a rap and you know globally, mm. or even just Canada, it's like you know we need. I think Winnipeg needs to like step it up like promotionally or something like. And and the and the thing that like is in a lot of people's heads, I think, this is what I think at least, is that they have to go to Toronto or Vancouver to like do like gain any kind of like credibility or whatnot which is a fallacy obviously it is because you know how how viral things can get just from wherever you're at so yep. so um and yeah i i you know i'm 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 trying to support as much as possible anybody who's dope from winnipeg so you if, you're, if you're doing your thing like please keep doing it don't give up yeah keep, keep doing it Hell yeah. yeah straight up and down gotta keep it moving got to keep it moving because it your your creativity should continue to fuel you all day every day you know yes sir now you do have something else guaning i believe starts november 10th november 8th november 8th talking about the workshop please tell us about the workshop yeah so it's a popping workshop um that's a dance style that was you know uh, created in like the early. Oh, now this gets controversial. If you if you're a real pop, <laughs> if you're a real popping nerd, it gets controversial. <laughs> but I'm gonna say the early seventies, uh, early to mid seventies uh, in California. Oh, yeah. This this style came oh, about, yeah. and Easily. so, and I'm like one of one of the only ones who have actually been teaching this style here in Winnipeg, oh. um, as far as I know. Um, and there's not a lot of lot of poppers in in winnipeg nope. so so i'm going to be teaching november 8th at great wall dance academy um so if you're in winnipeg around that time it's at 7 p.m to 9 p.m i'm going to go over the popping dance fundamentals um some keys to freestyle uh, a little bit of a little bit of well we're gonna go over technique maybe a little bit of history and then uh, some choreography and some uh, uh, an open session afterwards. Like Man, I might have to drop by and take a peek. Yeah, you, you know what? I, I I'm I'm trying to remember the last uh, time I saw you dance, and I think it was at the graffiti gallery. Probably you were. I think... you, you were paired up with Sham, right? Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was the last time I like publicly battled. Yeah, it's been a minute. What? No, I sorry. I I've been thinking about that lately since since, since you announced that um, you know, we were get, we we're gonna do this t- this show together. But um, like what? made you want to come back and dance at like because like at that point in time it's just like you know like people are saying oh this guy's an og and like <laughs> but but like like who who is he like where where's where, where, where he been i think so what, what kind of like yeah what like um motivated you to enter that battle you know that's a good question i think it's because like i, I still sesh obviously you know what i mean um I've still got great mobility. I think I'm still in like awesome shape enough to push it off. Um, but that, you know, that's thanks to uh, staying on top of, you know, your fitness. <laughs> and I think at that time, I think it was me trying to test my fitness, to be honest. You know what I mean? Kind of like, yo, could I hang? You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was. I think that was that had a lot to do with it. It was me. Like at the time, I had uh, I had been feeling the urge to enter for a couple of years before that. You know what I mean? Oh, and it was like so. I'd see more footy and more footy. And I'm like, man, I could still do shit. Why not? You know what I mean? Why not? So when when the idea came about, I was like, hmm, but I need a partner. Cause this is a two on two who could I partner with I'm like, damn, there's no one I really sesh with anymore, but I know someone who can dance who happens to be a homie of my son. <laughs> <laughs> so Sham Harris was the one. And when I asked him, he was like, yeah, I'm like, word up. So we, you know, we practiced at NAFRO. We practice our, we, we put together a little two on two routine that we could practice at NAFRO with uh, practicing with the DGC guys and, yeah, it was fun. It was dope. And after that, I was like, okay, hey, I'm going to keep entering some more. But then, you know, life happens. And <laughs> yeah. And I'll be honest, I, I, I've i been kind of itching to enter again. You should, man. You should. I'm, I'm straight up, like, especially like seeing footy again. Like, well, I mean, I'm always watching footy, right? Especially locally. But man, I'm not, I'd be front if I said that I'm not itching to enter a battle. <laughs> <laughs> let's get you battle ready man yeah i'm not lying i'm legit like and like the last three four months i've been really like going hard on my mobility you know what i mean making sure i'm fully mobile and i'm like i'm like doing my yoga you know what i mean making sure my flexibility is still in check and shit and then usually after i because i do yoga every day usually after i do yoga i sesh it's almost like just i don't know it's like it just you know, you're all warmed up and shit. Music's on. So the vinyasa yoga playlist changes to a funk playlist. <laughs> and then I just, yeah, it's just like that. But no, believe me. Trust me when I tell you, dog. I'm feeling the itch. <laughs> yeah, man. Let me know. Like, like one of the things I like doing. Yeah, we need to sesh. <laughs> well, sessioning, but like also just like, you know, I don't know. I guess you could call it coaching or mentoring or whatever. Mm. It's just like, yo, just just try this thing. Just try this thing, and then like, mm-hmm. and, and then seeing them do well, like in dance battles. Like one of like one of the things I like I get a kick out of the most is like, um, you know, sh- uh, shout out to Shaquille Lawrence. I you know I taught him yes. I taught him some locking, and every time he does locking, I'm like, 
yeah like he, nah, he, uh, yeah, he gets exactly. it so so man like, yeah any yeah anytime you want to you want to set that up we could we could uh, oh, <laughs> I can, well, where do you usually sesh do you just sesh at home or do do you like go out to the, any of the dance centers or to like where do you where do you like to sesh well um you know like recently like in well in the summer it would just be outside in my like backyard yeah yeah and it's so easy yeah and um you know, it's like sessioning is actually kind of hard to do so, sometimes. Like, I mean, um, back in the day, we used to do it at, at Cindy Clausen, yeah. our, our sergeant. Uh, yeah. And uh, but like, damn, that those concrete floors, man. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, like um, we're trying to do some more sessions that are at a studio where it's like more of like, you know, a controlled setting. And like um, mm. um, sometimes I just like I just go out just to dance. Like mm -hmm. I don't care about drinking. Like I just want oh, to yeah. hear good oh, music, and yeah. I just want to like, you know, even just to groove a little bit and get the yep. feels. Which shout out! I gotta, I gotta do some shout outs. Like, um, uh, Soul Supreme. Like that's like one of the my my the most favorite like events that. You shout know, out Keisha Booker. Yeah, shout out Keisha. Um, uh, that's like the vibe in there is like usually on point. And but I I usually need like one other dancer or one other person. Be like, come on. And oh yeah like, just give me a little nudge and i'm like yeah 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 for sure i think it's true right you really i mean you're probably you're probably gonna hop on the floor anyway but like just having that that and one other you literally just need one other person there and it's like okay now now we're gonna sesh you know what i mean yeah it's yeah, it's funny sure. like the um, the last time i was there at like uh was it 111 princess um it was the after party uh the the wu-tang concert after party the Raekwon and after show. Raekwon, Raekwon was there. Inspector yeah. Deck was there. And YDB was there. Mm -hmm. And then YDB was just like dancing on the floor. We were just like all just like having fun. Like I was like, oh, this is kind of trippy. This is like, I didn't really imagine like, you know, anything like this happening. <laughs> but the, the crazy places dance takes you, man. Oh, yeah. Most definitely. Most definitely. It's funny you mentioned the Wu-Tang story. Uh, maybe one day I'll... I'll, I'll tell you uh, a little rundown Wu-Tang story that is not for broadcast. <laughs> Maybe I'll hit you on the DM after tell you about that. <laughs> it's definitely not for broadcast. Y'all never going to find out about this trust. <laughs> well, Joe Boy Rock, as you know, you have an open fucking lounge chair in the lounge space all day, every day. It's always an open door for you. And, and we're glad to help you get the word about this popping workshop, which we fully believe if you are any, if you have any interest in dance whatsoever, I don't care if you're, if you're a hip hopper or not, if you have any interest in dance, it would be, it would only add to your toolbox to take Joe Boy Rock's popping workshop. Uh, it's, that's November 8th at Great Wall Dance Academy. Yes, sir. And what was the address? 1455 Waverly. Say word. How do they register? You could just DM me. Uh, I'm on Instagram at Joe Boy Rock GFG, or just uh, I put my phone number, my real my real phone number on the. You're on bold. The so <laughs> if you want to text me, if you want to call me, you putting can... his private number out like that. <laughs> hey. Man, uh, I gotta make myself available to people who want to learn. So, uh, if if you want to text me, message me. Uh, I'm taking e-transfer or cash. You know, try to keep it simple that way. It's twenty bucks. 
it's probably the best 20 bucks you'll get for a dance class make sure you definitely check that out that is november 8th what day is that is it like a tuesday that's a wednesday it's a wednesday okay so it's a wednesday at what time seven seven to seven nine. seven p.m don't, to worry. 9 PM. don't worry you can catch AEW dynamite on youtube after <laughs> you can still catch dynamite after don't worry joe boy rock once again thank you for spending time with us in the lounge space and obviously we will continue to chat um i look forward to to seeing this popping workshop pop off <laughs> literally yes, because i think that this city has needed one for a minute um you know i i never did myself just because it's it's just something i never really wanted to do oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, to be honest okay i'll just say this i have choreographed shit in the past i have taught in the past i just i think i'm only willing to deal with people i know very very well and that's it <laughs> you know what i mean yeah. so it, so your popping workshop is definitely past due and and I, I think that it, it it's gonna it's gonna do well. I, I really think that, that pe people have been looking for this. And I think Winnipeg needs this. Thanks, man. Yeah, it's gonna be great. Straight up. DM me. Reserve your spot. There might not be any space. I don't know. We'll see. Give them your socials, dog. Yeah, that's at uh, Instagram at uh, Joe Boy Rock GFG, and uh, you can find me on Facebook Angelo T Lamson. Yes, know. sir pretty simple i'm reachable he's reachable like that he's got his number out there in public and everything text me call me <laughs> i'm gonna tell you to take that number down dog <laughs> man privacy dog <laughs> before we go i just want i would like to acknowledge the homie mighty moves and the homie flip out the chaos b-boy stance edit we were playing in the beginning that we were looping just before we started that was by Flip Out and Mighty Moves. So I just want to give them a shout out and uh, respect them for that one. Cool. All right. Salute, homie. Peace. Thanks again. Peace.